excited today to uh, be talking to this person and really to be uh, kind of teeing up this subject. Uh, so we have DeFi Danny, who uh, Danny is uh, going to be doing for Land Trust Title Services, our next um, kind of uh, educational opportunity for all of our Chicagoland agents. And the topic is going to be on the blockchain and its effects on the real estate industry. And we're going to touch on a little bit on crypto and things like that. And so we're not going to get into that subject right now, although we're going to kind of wet everyone's whistle on it. But first, I want to introduce Danny. And I just want to uh, uh, you know, say, Danny, thank you for being here. I know you've done a lot of research on this. You've been involved in the crypto and blockchain space since 2017, which seems like, I don't know if that's when it was invented, but uh, I know it has, it, it isn't, but uh, you know, you, so you were thinking about it long before other people were. Uh, you're, uh, you know, you've written uh, several uh, publications on the uh, topic, one of which we're going to be uh, getting to everyone uh, who attends our session, which is going to be a virtual session. And so, Danny, uh, just uh, we're happy to have you and thank you for being here today. Yeah, thanks, Steve. I really appreciate it. Awesome. It's going to be fun. So, Danny, you have an interesting career. And so why don't we just talk about just how you started your professional career and then, you know, kind of your journey to what really uh, intrigued you about, you know, blockchain, cryptocurrencies and just that uh, genre. Yeah, it's a it's a long and sort of winding story, but I'll give you the cliff notes. <laughs> um, sure. I, uh, I joined the military straight out of high school. Um, I went into an officer training program for the Marine Corps and ended up actually going to college while I was doing that program. Um, so once I graduated and got commissioned and passed through all of the required training, I, you know, became a Marine Corps officer and started my, my military career. Um, so that Thank was, that was, Thank you, by the way. I appreciate it, man. Yeah, it was, yeah. Uh, it was a fun experience. I, I got to live a lot of cool places and uh, do a lot of cool things with some, some awesome humans, some of the best people I've ever worked with. Um, it was fun. I was, a, I was an aircraft maintenance officer, so it was very high stress, sort of managing squadrons of, of helicopters and then drones for the last couple of years making but, sure no uh, one dies right yeah yeah it's making sure we had the uh the the birds the aircraft required to fly the the daily mission so that was a a constant helmet fire essentially just everything's an emergency very technical sort of engineering environment that i didn't have i didn't have a background in <laughs> i have a liberal arts degree um bounced around majors a lot in college and ended up with a history degree with minors mm. in philosophy and naval science. So, wow. Yeah. Okay. Not exactly practical in the, the corporate world. Right. Mm -hmm. um, but it was enough for me to earn a commission as a, as an officer, you have to have a degree. So um, I left the Marine Corps after five years as a captain in early 2018 and transitioned into another field. I, I wasn't really qualified for, which was uh, engineering software sales. So B2B enterprise sales, um, we got to work with enterprise level companies all the way down to startups. Um, but it was basically selling physics software to rocket scientists. And again, wow. not, not an engineer, not a technical person. Um, so there's been this constant trend of, of having to simplify complexity. So crypto has kind of tied pretty, pretty easily into that narrative, right? Even when so I was when you were when you were selling that software, did you ever use the line "This isn't rocket science"? And they actually said it. Yet yeah, it actually is. <laughs> no, no, <laughs> man. I didn't want to get like chased out with pitchforks. That's <laughs> I'm all about yeah. the dad jokes, but it, yeah, you, you can only push it so far. <laughs> um, no, I uh, 
I kind of got into crypto. I've been a real estate investor. Just sorry, my background. I've been a real estate and crypto yep. investor since 2016, 2017 timeframe. Um, I got interested in crypto when I was still in the military and then went uh, headfirst into it really once I got out uh, in 2018 after the markets kind of crashed because there were just so many interesting things happening. And I wanted to figure out, is this still a viable investment sort of route to take personally? Is the technology something that's actually going to, to impact the future? I just, I needed to know more. And the more I dug, the more I learned and the more I, I was convinced this was sort of the next evolutionary phase of, of internet network technology. Um, so yeah, I've, I've, I've been a, a Marine officer. I've been a sort of high level enterprise software salesperson. And I left that career about a year and a half ago to pursue my own thing. You know, I had made I had made enough good investments and funneled enough of my money into those investments that I didn't really need to be working the, the super stressful job anymore. And I decided to give it a go on my own. Started posting content online, specifically on Twitter, educational content around blockchain, around crypto, mm -hmm. trying to demystify it because there's, mm -hmm. there's, so many, there's so many stigmas and false narratives about crypto out there, right? It's, mm -hmm. yes, it's a very volatile environment. Yes, there can be more risk than other asset classes. Um, but fundamentally, like our our media, our uh, a lot of influencers and thought leaders online have no idea what crypto is, and they make assumptions and they spew kind of bad intelligence. So I like to focus on helping people understand the fundamental technology behind blockchain, um, and that's it, it's it's what I do. It's what I do every day. I'm just awesome. simplifying things for people. So making light bulb moments, helping helping make things click. So I'm excited to on this call. You know, we'll. We'll talk about not this one, but in the in the webinar, yeah. we're going to talk about blockchain and just give like a very basic. I have three really good simple analogies I like to use to make blockchain make sense, mm -hmm. and from there, sky's the limit, right? We can talk about um, how it's going to impact real estate in the future. There's a lot of things that are, you know, tentative at this point due to regulatory concerns and just it's, it, the technology adoption curve is always it takes a while for things to mm -hmm. come in but i'm pretty optimistic personally just having been ear to the ground for on this stuff for the last five years or so um but that's me in a nutshell i mean I'm, that's uh, awesome you yeah. know danny one of the reasons i was excited about uh, connecting with you is because i i signed up for one of the one of the um, books you wrote and as i read it i was like man this, you know, I'm not, I, I am really, I'm not a, a crypto guy and I'm not a blockchain guy in the sense of, I, I do understand some of the elements of it. I've of course heard of Bitcoin and the various different things that are happening there. But when I read your publication, uh, it really, it really simplified things for me and helped me to understand. Uh, and it gave me some, uh, um, you know, tools to be able to speak to a marketplace that is constantly talking about it and um, and really doesn't know what to think about it. And so I feel like I'm equipped and now smarter than the average bear when it comes to these topics. And that, uh, you know, most of the time, if you can answer people's questions about other things, uh, you might be able to uh, have an edge when they're coming to sell their home or buy their home or looking for real estate investment advice or whatever it is. And so that's my hope is, is that our discussion that we're going to have is going to empower agents to be able to answer questions like, can I buy a house with a cryptocurrency and what is, you know, how, you know, and some of these uh, fractional um, 
investment opportunities in real estate that are kind of, you know, uh, you know, on the fringe right now. But, um, you know, there were several things that were fringe in 2017 that are now like completely accepted for in that cryptocurrency space. You know, like for instance, how many coins were there in 2017? I mean, you know, 2017, that was when things kind of took off, right? That's when okay. people really started creating tokens on the sure. Ethereum network. So I don't know, man, probably 11,000. Now okay. there's over 21,000 now. Okay, so it's doubled, right? And I think, uh, and Bitcoin, I mean, when Bitcoin started, right, what, where was it at? I know it's, I know it's down right now and people look at it, but from the, from the standpoint oh, of- talking price-wise? Yeah. Yeah. So the first time I ever heard about Bitcoin was in 2012, or the first time I had actually like had a discussion about it. Sure. Right? You always, you always hear about it. You're like, oh, that's a weird fringe internet, you know, techie thing or nerds are talking about it. Not interested. I heard about it in 2012 when a college roommate, I was a junior- in college. Um, and my roommate was trying to show me on it. We were drinking beers and he was like, all right, man, you got to buy some Bitcoin. I just bought 300 bucks worth. Uh, I got three of them because it was a hundred dollars at the time to answer your question. Wow. Um, and at the time I just, I didn't see the, the value proposition. Like I hadn't dug in enough to understand where things could go. And also like Ethereum wasn't around yet. Smart contracts weren't the thing. And we'll get into smart contracts on the, on the call. Um, but for me, it was like, okay, why would merchants need to use this for any, like, there's no purpose behind it. Like, it's not going to get adoption. And that was it. That was the whole conversation to me. It was like, it's not going to gain merchant adoption. So why bother investing? It's not going anywhere. And obviously that was many tens of thousands of, of percentage points <laughs> from where it is now. Yes. Um, so I messed up. I didn't revisit it until 2017. Okay. You know, five years later. And at that point it was, it was probably uh, $12,000 per Bitcoin. Wow. And that did and, that, did your buddy hold on to his uh, $300 worth? <laughs> nobody held on, man. No there's one a, held on. There's a couple of like ideological freaks that have just yeah. held through all the years, but those guys are, you're talking the, the very few and far between. My and buddy they might not be able to find out how to access it, right? Or a lot of them, yeah, exactly. Yeah, there's a lot of instances of, of they just held for so long they can't remember their passwords and they're screwed. Yeah. Um, no, my buddy had a five x and you know turned his his three hundred bucks into fifteen hundred and he paid the bar tab for wow a few weeks and we all loved it. You know, that's great. <laughs> we, had, we had no problems with it. Well, well, Danny, um, you know we don't want to do the meeting before the meeting, but I would like to ask. So, what do you do now for people in terms of? I know people pay you for your expertise, um, what do you do now and how do you spend your time leveraging your knowledge for the good of the community of people that are interested? Yeah, I, uh, I basically have three primary routes that I, I focus on, my three priorities, and that's um, creating as much educational content as possible to help beginners and across that moat that surrounds crypto right now. There, there's just so much technical jargon, so many buzzwords, it's not very beginner friendly. Um, so when you go and, and look into crypto for the first time, it's nonsensical, right? Or you open the door to crypto Twitter and see a bunch of like screeching animals and you quickly close that door and walk away and call it a scam. So I that, that's number one is I put out a lot of free educational content trying to help beginners, you know, building bridges to help people cross that moat. Um, and then I have two other sort of paid coaching type uh, things that I do for my clients. So I do group coaching cohorts where I bring in eight to 10 people and it's a six week period where 
you do one call a week and we go over a specific learning curriculum to get them from zero to comfortable in cryptocurrency, um, covering a, a slew of topics. And I, I think it's a, it's a pretty cool, I mean, unique learning environment. I don't know if you've ever been part of like a cohort learning or on maven.com or that kind of stuff. Yep. I just manage the process myself. I don't use a platform like that, but um, it, it's a pretty cool way to learn nowadays. I think education is kind of changing and I've been leaning into that. Yeah. And then I have finally a, a one-on-one -on -one coaching offer. And that's more for like, that's more for the, the I don't want to say sophisticated investor, but more like if you're a value and or, and or growth investor that wants to funnel a good amount of money into crypto, it makes sense to have someone to basically hold your hand through the process mm -hmm. and show you exactly like, hey, here's how the tech works. Here's why it's a good potential investment, right? It's, it's and then the, the actual button clicks, getting through wallet errors, you know, avoiding expensive mistakes, that kind of stuff. Um, and that's generally if people have, you know, five figures that they want to funnel into crypto over a short period, it makes sense to work with someone like me. So those are, those are the three ways that I try to continuously push value out into the world. Awesome. Well, we'll, uh, we'll put all that in our notes, uh, Danny, how people can get a hold of you and in touch with you, Appreciate but it. we're excited about having the session, the, the uh, registration for the session will also be in our, um, uh, notes and we look forward to having you. Uh, so um, our session is going to be December 6th at uh, 10 o'clock in the morning and we'll have the registration link and the topics are going to include uh, basically an introduction to the blockchain technology, uh, exploration of current and future applications for real estate, including uh, on uh, chain title records, smart contracts for automation of lease, purchase and sale, tokenized fractional property ownership and more. And we'll have a Q&A session. So if your client, if, if, um, you know, agents, clients have questions that have been burning in, in people's minds, they'll have an opportunity. And if there's people on there that are, uh, you know, potential uh, people that are excited about cryptocurrency and all that, and they have various questions, we'll take that as far as we need to go. And then you can work with them offline as well, if that's something that, you know, is going to work out. So. Yeah, perfect. And it's exactly like you said, Steve, it's, it, I think in this new world that we're living in and and the the, the future of of this technology it pays it pays to be a a sort of trusted advisor for your clients right if i'm a real estate agent and if my clients are asking about this all of this new stuff i'm going to feel a little uncomfortable if i don't at least know what's going on so you don't have to be an expert but i think it pays to just kind of understand all of this new stuff that is i think going to affect the industry in a big big way in the coming years so I, I agree with you. And I, yeah, from a title insurance standpoint, I know that the blockchain is going to be a reliable way to transfer title. And, um, you know, it's just a matter of when it's not a matter of if, uh, I think that is, you know, every, you know, that's what I'm seeing. So, well, thanks, Danny. We look forward to having you and, um, you know, have a great uh, rest of your day today and we'll see you on December 6th. You too, Steve. Can't wait. Take care. Bye.